When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, we're George and Jess, and after doing a morning radio show together for over a decade, we found our new home on the George and Jess podcast. We are a married couple exploring the ins and outs of balancing kids, marriage, and careers. So join us for adventures in the kitchen, at home, traveling, and more. Pull up a chair, grab a cup of coffee. It's time to get real about life, love, and the world around us. So the day has arrived for our <laughs> I was going to do a dun-dun-dun. I know. Obviously, yesterday we mentioned this, but today's the uh, arrival of the big storm that is going to sweep the upper Midwest. And we are in the, you know, right near the Twin Cities metro area. We're just south of there in Mankato. And this whole swath, we're right in the middle of all of the chaos. We're hearing snow totals like 20 plus inches. Here, here's how I knew it was going to be bad. One week ago, there was some of the global forecasting systems that had us at like 80 inches. Now, I know that's ridiculous, not going to happen. But when I saw that, I immediately was like, if it's just even throwing numbers like that out there, you know, it's going to be bad. And starting, you know, sometime after lunch today and lasting through Thursday morning, we're probably going to see around 20 inches of snow, which I don't, which I don't like. Which if you aren't from here and you hear us say, oh, we're from Minnesota, that might sound like a common occurrence, but it is not. No, no. A common occurrence. No. I've never seen snow like that. Reba, they're saying this could rival the storm of uh, 1991 that we got around. It was on Halloween It was on ha- Halloween. On Halloween. Which was, you know, that's over 30 years ago now, 32 years ago. Duluth got 36 inches in that storm and the Twin Cities got 24 inches. I did look it up because I wanted to see how close we were flirting with those numbers. We are, it's going to be ugly. So yeah, we're, people go crazy. Yeah. They go to the grocery store and they buy everything. and, And to be fair, our plowing here in Minnesota, they'll have us out in, the, the day after yeah, there, we don't, we don't wait around. It nothing. will be probably what? 24 hours where people won't be able to leave their houses. Well, you could, I mean, with four wheel drives and everybody in this part of the country drives SUVs. Yeah. Mostly. Yes. And, tr- and, and yes. pickups and pickups, right? Mostly. Right. So, but everybody loves to freak out. About oh yeah. It. I know. Present company included. So it's here and uh, we're going to get a lot. And I just, you know, all of these weird, because they I heard, last night on the, on the Weather Channel, when I start watching the Weather Channel, you know something big's happening as far as weather. And I was listening to uh, some of them break it down and they were calling it like, this is like a generational type thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm tired of generational type events in, in starting back to 19 or the 2020 here. So yeah, it's the last could, three years. I know I whine about this a lot, but if we could get some precedent in time, yeah, that, that might be good. That'd be great. That might be good. That's so anyways, we'll, we'll see how this unfolds. Uh, if you're from this part of the country, the upper Midwest, you could expect this to start happening right around lunchtime. Anyways, it, you know, if, if uh, depending on where you're at, I know that some of the people out in uh, South Dakota, Nebraska, and they've already They're seen already a bunch. Getting it. And then, 
after it passes us, it'll head into Wisconsin. We've got some friends that, that are with their family at the Wisconsin <laughs> Dells, and I didn't think... They live there now. <laughs> yeah, I, I couldn't... I didn't think that, you know, oh, it, this is going to pass by us, but it's just going to go that direction and then hit them. Yeah. So they might wind up they, spending a few more days there. They live at the water park. I uh, got to work on Monday and pulled up my Outlook calendar, as you do on Monday morning, and I was like, wow, it's a healthy week. I've, I had a lot of diversity of meetings and appointments. And by the end of the day, Monday, my calendar was completely cleared. Sure. Yeah. Like people rescheduling, rebooking, changing events, moving things. So uh, it, it actually feels really good to look at my calendar right now. I'm going, I'm, I'd be willing to bet the kids are going to spend at least one day at home this week. I was going yeah. to go with two, but. All right, we'll That's see. That's just my guess. We'll see. All right, enough of that. We're not going to sit here and chat about this. We've already covered it. It's going to be a mess. It's all right. We'll get through it by Friday. Everything will be back to normal. So let's talk about what you did on Sunday afternoon. I went to a new moon mini retreat on Sunday afternoon. The new moon was Sunday night. And it was, uh, it took place at Heat, but it was actually, um, that was just the venue, which right. is uh, one of our partners, the Heat Salon and Lifestyle Studio. Um, but it was hosted by um, a woman, she's local, but she's a life coach. And it was so good. So tell me a little bit about what happened. So the new moon, just to kind of give people an overview if they're not familiar with like the moon phases and Nicole and I, Nicole from heat and I talked a little bit about this on the podcast that we did together um, a couple weeks ago, but the new moon happens once a month and it is when the, when you can't see the moon, it's the darkest, the sun's not shining on it and it signifies the beginning of the moon cycle. Um, so it's kind of like a reset. It's the start of the moon month if you look at it that way. Um, so it, they say it's a, a good time to set intentions and goals that you'll develop as the moon waxes towards fullness. So it, it was um, the workshop that I went to on Sunday was just like a really nice reset and chance to take stock of where we're at this point in the year and look at um, the goals that we had set and the intentions that we had set at the beginning of the year, see where we're at, and then set some intentions and actionable items as we head into this moon phase. Without revealing what they are, how are well, you? I will reveal, oh, okay, actually. Ahead. Let her rip. I will, because um, I, I actually had said this to you. I've been feeling it for a while, and I've talked about it on the podcast, but it was this connection that I feel like... I'm missing with other women sure. specifically. Yeah. And um, after we quit drinking, I kind of just quit everything in life, like socially for well, a while. Well, I think it's, it's not quitting life. I think you find yourself looking for other things to do because you realize how many of the things that you were doing revolved around it. I, I should say I quit my old life. Yes. <laughs> Well, that you didn't completely quit it. You just, just a lot of the things I was doing yeah. didn't align with where I was going. Right. And so um, that's been one of the things that I've been seeking connection with other women. So I spent a lot of time at this workshop journaling about that. And then there was a really cool portion where you, you set your intention for what you want and then you pause and 
dig deep and figure out what's stopping you from going forward or moving towards it. And it's kind of like releasing blocked fears and energy. And that was super powerful. Um, just kind of spending some time in the dark corners, yeah. realizing like what's, cause I keep saying like, Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to schedule this thing for women where we can all get together and have tea on like a Tuesday night, a tea happy hour. How many times have I said that? A lot. And I had, I just like something was stopping me from doing it, like setting the date and sending out an invitation to people. So I go through this, we, all the women that were there, I think there was nine of us. And we go through this beautiful like release of these fears and these blocks. How do you go about doing that? You journal it. Okay. There was like, there was a journal prompt. So we all like journal, we spent quite a bit of time journaling on these fears and then we get a partner and we read them out loud to the partner. Oh, wow. And then you rip them up. You rip up the page with the fears on it. And it was incredibly freeing. And then the final part is setting intentions for how you're going to proceed by taking aligned action to meet that goal or get started on it, depending on you know the, the size of the goal. And so my in aligned action, I was like, I'm going to set the date for this tea thing and I'm going to send out an invitation. And I did. I did it. I did it Sunday night when I got home. So you're all set. When is your it's first? Happening. It's Tea Tuesday. When is your first Tea Tuesday? March 14th. There you go. At Curiosity House. Everyone's invited. It's not right. an exclusive thing. Sure. It's, we're going to have tea. We're going to talk. We're going to have like deep conversation and connection. And you might meet someone that you've never met before. And it's, I didn't say it was just for women, but the invitation is lavender and I swirly. I think and so, that most I mean, people will interpret it as such. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. So it's, I'm really excited about it. And it felt good to recognize and like face those fears of like, what if nobody likes me? What if nobody comes? What, you know, what if I don't deserve to have these connections? Things like that. Right. That I was feeling. Right. Um, And rip them up and throw them away. But you you know what though? I, I think, you know, you and I have talked about and we've talked with other people about that. You know, it's, it's people are looking for a sense of community mm-hmm. and it's, you know, and it's something beyond hanging out at the bars or hanging out in the garage and drinking. <laughs> you know what I'm and saying? And it was such yeah. a common theme at the event on Sunday when I, I said, we all just kind of share a few things out loud. And I said that and all of the women were like, yep. Yes, I want that too. Yeah, and so I do think that it's. I don't think it's reserved for just women who are feeling like that. No, I think no, it's, it's just not, no. as a society, people are craving that deep connection. You don't, and not just like, "Hey, how was your weekend? It was fine. How was yours? It was fine." Like actually knowing people. Yeah, I love that because you know when I, when I first last year at, at about this time, it's been almost a year now. Uh, when I went to talk to John up at JP mm-hmm. Fitness, one of the things that he brought up was he finds that a lot of guys were looking for a place to go and something to do mm-hmm. that where they were improving themselves and there was a sense of community like totally. that, right? Yes. And that's what, that's what sure enough, I found, mm-hmm. right? It wasn't about drinking or, you know, all, all the craziness and concerts. And I mean, obviously we we talk and chat, but- we're there with a, a common goal. And uh, I'll admit it, I don't get mad 
when I wind up being up there 30 minutes or 40 minutes longer because I, I run into guys and we wind right. up, we it's wind social. up talking. Yeah. It's social. And uh, you, yeah. you're there. So you know, you have that in common. Right. So that's kind of a, a thread that you can start to pull on, Yeah. but then it can unravel into something like a bigger friendship or well, yeah. a relationship, which is you meet like-minded individuals. Cool. Yes. And that's I think what community is all about. People are craving relationship beyond like deeper than surface level. Sure. And the pandemic obviously was an upheaval in a lot of people's lives. And that's one of the, the things that I've appreciated so much about the podcast is that when we did morning radio, it was very surface level. Yes. It was like Blake Shelton, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and it was like, it, you know, and we didn't right. get to really like get. Well, we talked about that yesterday because of our visit to the Carnegie Arts Center. Yes. On Friday night, it I, the irony of that because just down the road at our Civic Center here downtown, Old Dominion, huge, right? Huge. Yeah. I love fun it. bands. By the way, we've met those guys. They're fun. And they were some of the nicest guys Very. I've ever met in my life. Matt Ramsey just super cool, right? Hi. They're great performers and, too. Yeah, and they're really legitimately nice guys. Mm -hmm. Did I want to be down there, no. you know, packed in with several thousand not even people? A little bit. No, I did not. No part of me did. I did not. <laughs> and I thought, what's the irony? Because I'm actually now for the first time in decades, I'm doing what I want to do, not what I, what I need to do for a promotion or to make a client or sales or whatever. Happy, right? Yeah. I'm doing what I want to do. We had an invite. We got to go down to the art center. We got to share some time with other creative individuals learn about some of the grants that have been handed out to local artists. Yep. And it was great to meet them because I didn't know all of this talent was here. I mean, poetry, sculptures, pottery, documentaries, memoirs, music therapy, painting. I mean, it was, it was just all like, there. Yeah. it went on and on. And I was like, this, I, this is insane amounts of talent in this room right now. Right. It was so cool. And I think there's a lot of power in, being able to own no i did not want to go to the old dominion concert and i and i don't feel right i there's no no attachment to that sentence except I've, that i didn't yeah, want to go because i have seen those guys perform you know god i can't even count the times right I mean, you just that's just the nature of the beast doing mm -hmm. what we did for all of those years Love them. Super nice guys. Would I see them again? Maybe if the setting was right of yeah. course i would. But i was just you know i'm done with that type sure. of an atmosphere. I, I don't I don't know if I'll ever, ever do it again. If I'm gonna go to shows, it's gonna be at a nice theater setting in Vegas or up at the Orpheum in the Twin Cities. Or Red Rocks. Yeah, or, or Red Rocks in, you know, something like that. Yes. And it's gonna be artists that I've not seen. Hopefully I'll be able to catch some of those guys before they they fade, they fade away, right? I always tell people, if you are really, if you feel you really have a connection to an artist's music, go see them. Yeah, because the day, you don't know the day will come when they won't be touring anymore. And it, it, you know, I think that's a special thing. Like I bring it up all the time, but Elton John at Caesars Palace in Las Vegas was like a religious experience. It absolutely was. It was insane. We were there together and it was our very first trip to Las Vegas together. Yes. Oh my and God. It was good. Elton John is funny and he's charming and he's incredibly talented and I could go on. Right. And now he's not touring in the United States. Ever Just again. as an example, that's, that's what I'm saying. So don't think that I don't like concerts now, but I just, you know, 
that environment, I knew what was going to unfold that last weekend. And, and the people that went will tell you there's a lot of adult beverages consumed and a lot of hooting and hollering and standing and having a great time. Good. for, And I'm glad people had fun. I've had enough of that fun. Yeah. Right. So I've just, absolutely. It was nice to listen to a three piece jazz band. They and were so by good. the way, I didn't get a chance to talk to any of those guys because we ran into some friends, you know, at, at the art center and I wound up talking and two hours just flew by. And flew I was like, by. oh, we got to get back. The babysitter's waiting for us. But it was nice to be down there and just be happy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It, I, yes, I totally. And that's like, what I was yes. feeling too. And it was like, one of the exercises that we did at the workshop, and this is something that I've been kind of journaling on for like the last year, is it was the prompt was I like. And right. then you just filled the page with oh, a list love it. of stuff that you like. And Kelly, who was hosting, was um, she said it's surprising how many people don't know what to write. Or that, you know, they write three or four things or five or six things. And like they really don't know what they like. Right. Truly, what they truly like. And so that was a fun exercise that I would recommend anyone do. Right. If you if you're a journaler, if you're not, you should be get a journal. Well, they say that. Well, even Clara got one for her birthday. She did, and she's so cute. And she's, she loves it's it. Got, it's got a lock on it. Right. And she takes it very seriously. But and she draws pictures in it, and she writes down a thought every now and then. But it's a big thing for her. Yes, and I I'm just a huge proponent of journaling, and it feels very clunky at first, <laughs> and you're you do feel like you're like dear diary. But once you get in the groove, it just becomes like a natural thing that you're like, I need my journal. This That will help me like get through this or walk through it or understand it. So anyway, that was a really cool prompt that we did. Um, that was the kind of the start of the exercise was like, what do you like? And then how can you incorporate more of that into your life? And what do you really want? What are you scared of? What's stopping you from getting that? You know, that th what you're saying all falls in line with what our, the, the the general manager that put you and I on the air together mm -hmm. back in 2011, remember he always said, I want you guys, before you hit the air, to blog about what you're going to talk about. Because when you blog and you start writing like that, it's going to get the wheels in motion yep. and you're going to start to think about it. And then you're going to have all of these thoughts that are going to arise. And then it'll be much easier once you hit the air. It's so, it makes it so and clear. It's true, yeah. Without a doubt. Then that same thing goes with journaling. So if you journal with your, with intent, right. Yep. And think that will help bring the action out. Totally. And right? it, can, yeah. it, it almost acts like a roadmap. Like when For you're sure. writing these things down, if you are consistent, you can look back and see a theme of either a block or a, a want or a desire and you're, you can watch it all come to life. And then it's really cool when you go back and you see things that you journaled about and you're like, Oh, th I mean, that happened. Well, why do you think that journaling has, I mean, it's, there's people that have always done it, but it's becoming very popular again and not typing on a keyboard or in your phone, but taking a pen, putting it down onto a piece mm -hmm. of paper and writing the old fashioned way. Why is that becoming popular again? Well, there's there's part of it what I think without Googling like why is journaling popular, right. I think that this awakening that people are having 
right which is is a real thing is they are. drawing they are, people yeah. right. to find spiritual practices that work for them there's a very low barrier of entry for journaling it's super private um it's really safe because you can just pour it all out onto the page and no one's judging you no one else reads it you don't even have to go back and read it i know people right. who never go back in their journals they always only go ahead i like yeah. to go back every once in a and while and find and just every just, once in a while just to see how far i've come just to reminisce or sometimes i'm like feel you know if i feel stuck i'll go back and look and be like wow i really am doing the work i'm i am progressing the funny thing is that what you're talking about is becoming very popular with gen z that's because they're cool. Well, and you know what else is becoming popular on that? just this tangible thing you can get mm -hmm. your hands on. And it was uh, either the Today Show or Good Morning America, one of them the other day was talking about uh, roadmaps are a thing again. <laughs> I'm, I'm not kidding. They are literally becoming super popular again. And people want them. And they want to open up the old map just do you remember your dad doing my dad always had this Rand McNally atlas and, my grandpa was the map he was the map guy and he had maps just maps in the glove box yeah and all, yeah they were yeah. everywhere and now they're becoming a thing again because it's they I think one of the things that they like is the fact that they're actually doing the navigating versus a computer but the computer is so much easier. It's a learned skill. I know. I suppose, yeah. But, but you know, if that were to come down, and a lot of them talk about when they get out into the rural areas and their mm -hmm. phones don't work and they're out in some crazy national park or whatever, mm, I can they, see that. they can pick up a map, have a compass, and they can navigate. That is a lost skill. It is. Literally. I learned that in the Marine Corps, right? To, you know, shoot resection and all that to find out where you're at and be able to navigate even at night. I had a teacher in elementary school, middle school actually, and he was he was real eclectic. And he taught a class in sixth grade and we spent this whole unit learning maps, compasses, and all and all of these yeah. things, like the I don't even know the name of it anymore. You put the sharp side down and then it's got the That was a compass. And you're thinking of the compass that directs you, but that was yeah. also a compass for geom uh, geometry. Yeah, we did, yes. Yeah. So we used all these little gadgets, and then we would go to this farm at the end of the unit, and they would get us in groups, and we'd have to go find these markers yeah. on the farm, like on with the with the map and the compass. Anyway, I love it. it yeah. That's how well, I that's, learned. The, the, that's how the, I learned maps. Those are just examples of getting your hands on something, right? Mm -hmm. And picking it up. It's become yeah. it's becoming popular, and I think you're going to just see more and more of that. I would like to see the return. And I brought this up a couple of weeks ago. I don't know if it'll happen or not, but I also would like to be able to pick up a paper in the morning. I know that it's all there digitally. And I know you can subscribe online. And I do. I read the Wall Street Journal online. I look for New York Times articles. Uh, Star Trip in Minneapolis is fantastic. We have a good local paper here in, in our hometown of Mankato, uh, the Free Press, that's suffering because nobody subscribes anymore. But I think if they found the right angle and uh, to try to appeal to these younger people, I would like to see something like that return as well. One thing that's hard about a paper is the speed well yeah right you know like if something happens you know what they yeah they would need it's online in two seconds and the paper only comes out 
once in a day morning. in the morning. Right, right. But and there there used to be a huge staff locally. It's small I, I, now. Yeah, it was just this big bustling. If you would have walked in there thirty years ago, it'll blow it it'll blow you I've mind. never been inside. It would have been it would have been crazy. I've never been inside. There's the a guy that office. actually does tours who online actually did one locally here at the Mankato Free Press. Oh, that's cool. And he ran through a quick and he showed what 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 it was what it was like in back in the day. Mm-hmm. And I mean, who wouldn't? I mean, when I was a kid, and like the newspapers and these guys that broke these big stories and stuff, it was awesome. Oh, yeah, and you would wait for the headline. Investigating and- journalists, right? They were they were just unbelievable. And it was uh, it was. I just think that that has become a lost art. I were you on the high school news? Did your high school have a newspaper? They did in I Falls, but I went there one year. Oh, so no, right. I was not. I bounced around. I went to seven oh. schools in 12 years. So I was always moving. I forgot about Never that. Never got to settle down. I was on the newspaper staff yes. in high school. And we did the whole deal. Like we had a dark room and we laid out the paper. And sure. The, the little sticky wax paper. And then the local newspaper published it, printed it every other week. Yeah. I did enjoy that. Oh, yeah. I, I, I just love it. I like print. I just think that that would be cool. But that's probably a very old man thing. Although there's a lot of people that still get the Sunday paper. We get the paper at work and the guys are always hovering over the counter reading the headlines. I'm just wondering if the next generation will, though. And I'm talking they probably about will. like brats. brats. 20 year olds, 21. The day 22. I walk into JP Fitness and see Brett <laughs> with his feet with up his on no- the desk <laughs> and his nose in a newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> oh man but well that was cool the, the, the back to the event yes, it was great it was yeah. it was so fun and it was i i knew a couple of the women there but most of them i didn't and there know. was nine you said yes so it was rather intimate it was intimate yeah. and um she had it all decorated and there was uh nicole was brewing her tea from curious tea house Here, here's what i think about that i think there will be a day in the not too distant future where you guys will look back on that and be like, remember when we only had nine people show up? I think so too. I think, I think I really believe because we're talking about this sense of community. I think the people are out there. They just need to find each other. I think so too. And so then, that's my hope with T Tuesday. Right, that was a chance to bring them together. Yeah. And we talked with Heidi about this as well. You know, some of the things that she has planned up at curiosity mm-hmm. for the spring and summer. And I think that that's it. You bring the community together, then they find each other, and then they it can become all well. All kinds mm-hmm. of different things can happen, right? Good things. If you build it, they will come. If you build it, they will come. I love it. So, unless there's a unless there's a once in a generation blizzard that's about to bury half the state. They won't come today, tomorrow, or Thursday. <laughs> so cancel it. it Whatever is, it was, cancel it. It is not going to be good. I know. It is not going to be good at all. So. But having said that, I guess we'll have a better idea tomorrow because we will have been through one phase of it. This is like a, a this is like a two punch blizzard that's coming. Yeah, there's like a lull, a calm be- between not, the storms. Not a complete stop, but the snow is going to let up for a few hours and then the big punch. So we're getting like if you were to if this blizzard was <laughs> was a boxer today and then through tonight, it's going to throw the jab. Then tomorrow afternoon when we're a little bit beat up and dazed and starting to feel a little fatigue from shoveling and stuff, here comes the haymaker, the big overhand right to oh. knock us out. Oh. 
How's that? I like it. I don't get it completely, <laughs> but I like it. All right. Having said that, I, I guess we'll find out. I hope this, I because if this doesn't happen and it doesn't unfold and it's a complete bust, every meteorologist in this state is just going to leave. They're, they're going to have to go into the witness protection program. They, they just it's can't, not going to be a bust. It isn't. It's not. It's coming. There's no doubt about it. It's on the way. And uh, so is another episode. Tomorrow morning, we'll talk to you then.